0: Welcome to the Money, Marketing, and Mission Show, where we are breaking all the rules when it comes to making money online. I'm your host, Mia francis Poulin, owner and copywriter-in-chief at The Copyhouse, a boutique copywriting agency for mission-focused businesses who want to market their business authentically, ethically, and profitably. The Money, Marketing, and Mission Show is here to help amplify the voices of business owners who are out here doing big things, those who are breaking barriers for marginalized communities, redefining time freedom, and generally getting in good trouble to make our society a better place and making money while they do so. So if you're up for an awesome conversation, deep talk, and a good time talking about money, how we do business, and how we do good, then settle in for a listen.
1: Hello and welcome to the Money Marketing and Mission show. I am so excited to present this interview to you, with you, to share it with you, um, because what we're going to talk about is something that actually is part of (laughs) what changed my life and my journey with anxious feelings and how I manage stress. And that is hypnosis. And if you are not at all a woo-woo person, (laughs) um, perhaps you're like, oh my god, hypnosis? Like, are you gonna like look like a chicken or anything like that? But no, it's not at all like that. And I was introduced to hypnosis through my colleague and client, Calypso Portugales. And when I was thinking about the content that I wanted to present to you, for this Mental Health Awareness Month, I knew I wanted to put Calypso's interview in this spot because, you know, hypnosis is not one of those first line kind of approaches for many things. However, it was really, really, really powerful for me. And I think that we should talk about it. So let me go ahead and introduce you to Calypso. Calypso discovered hypnosis first as a client, in fact, a skeptical one. It took two sessions to make her a believer, then a third one to make her realize she had come across a life-changing tool. Later on, she went on to become a hypnotist herself. After that transition, she's been able to see the world in a new way she never thought possible. From her work as a yoga and meditation teacher, Calypso has witnessed the vast power of the mind-body connection and she's learned to normalize practices that could seem a little esoteric or inaccessible. She now feels ready to further share the life-changing tools of hypnosis with more people. She has studied around the world, letting her travels guide her towards a deeper understanding of the human condition. Calypso believes that all you need to make deep lasting change is a seed of an intention. With patience, kindness, and humor, she will work with you to define the best way to work towards your goals calypso thank you so much for joining me on the money marketing and show i First of all, I love just listening to you speak because you win the award for best accent ever. And I could if you just recorded meditations for me to listen to as I was going to sleep, I feel like life would be so much better <laughs> in my household. Um, but I really am excited to bring you on. One, because I've experienced your work firsthand, which was an absolutely transformative experience. I am going to actually talk a little bit about that in the show, but also just because I think that the work that you do and how you're approaching business is just really fascinating to me. So thank you for being here.
2: Thank you so much for having me and thank you for the work that you do. And fun fact, sometimes I do recall meditation to my clients. So it's
1: happening. Well, that is on the list of things <laughs> to receive, figuring out how to get that from you. Uh, so let's jump right into this conversation. So why don't you share with the audience how you support your people and make money in your business?
2: Uh, so I am a hypnotist. Um, I work with an amazing team of women um, and we all, so we also support people using hypnosis, some time of coaching uh and a lot of a lot of who we are and a lot of intuition right so hypnosis is a dialogue with the subconscious mind the subconscious mind is the point of view that deals with emotion and because we are all hypnotists in this company and because we are all we we are all healer but we also have gone through our function of healing um we use all of that to create the most tailor-made service for our people. And I do that with a French accent, which means some of the words I'm going to say in English, I'm going to butt on them. Bear with me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So how did you discover hypnosis, really? Like what brought you to this career? Because I feel like, you know, if you're at the career job fairs, which I don't know (laughs) if them over in your part of the world, but like I imagine at the jo- at the high school job there is not like a booth that says hypnosis, like go follow that track. So can you tell us how you got into this?
2: Yeah. Um so the, the shunt answer to that is desperation, right? Yeah. Um, I was absolutely desperate at some point of my life uh, for for healing. I was in a lot of pain. And I had become one of those people who have tried everything. And I know it's a podcast, so you cannot see that I'm doing air uh, quote, but I am doing a uh, quote. I was mm-hmm. trying everything. Every time somebody would mention anything that had helped them on their journey to, to healing, um, I was like, sign me up, take my money. I want to try. And so I spent years and years in a lot of pain trying to find solutions. And um, I was right about to get a surgery that I knew was not going to work because it never does. But I was, again, very desperate. And there was a a business account for hypnosis that like came into my peripheral vision. And I was like, huh, let me grab that. And um, I called the office and... I went for my first session, and I thought it was one of the stupidest things I had ever done. If you had bet me a million dollars when I left that first session that I would be here talking to you about hypnosis today, I would have lost a million dollars. So I, I had the first session, I thought it was kind of weird. Um, but I also A, believe in process, B, again, I was desperate. So I went back from the the second session and my life sounded changing so much um, that here I am today.
1: It's so interesting because we had a session and at first I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to try this just to have the experience of doing it and to really understand the process of how you work with people. But when I entered into that session, and I talk openly about, about my journey with anxiety and how, you know, I, I've, I've for a long time called myself the anxious entrepreneur, right, um, because my anxiety was kind of like this little bit of fuel, well, not even a little, usually a lot, but it was a bit of fuel that helped me, helped keep me on my toes, help make sure that I'm I'm doing the absolute, writing the absolute best copy, like being on top of everything, not dropping the ball, so on and so forth, which is actually on one hand seems pretty productive, but it's very, very detrimental on the other side, um, you know, the sides that matter, like your health. (laughs) Um, but when I entered into that session, I entered into that session with this understanding that I've had or this acceptance that I've had for years, which is just that anxiety is a part of my makeup. It is inextricable from Mia as she is as a person and a human existing in this celestial plane. And that's how it's going to be. But with the session, what it really opened up for me was one, the idea that I could be free from that anxiety. Like it doesn't have to be so enmeshed in the fiber of who I am as an individual, which I thought like, that was like life-changing. I've done a lot of like spiritual work and personal work since that session. um, But like that just was everything. So thank you for that. Thank you for giving me that space. I I don't think I ever officially told you that.
2: (laughs) You just described exactly why do this work, right? Because I am working for, for people liberation. Right, I am working for freedom and for liberation. And um, and and this story around, oh yeah, it's such a big part of my life and it must be. And and on one hand, it's it's also about, about bringing that part of you to the table and having a true conversation with them. And also if that part of you was created, it's because you needed it at some point. And also, one of my teachers, um, her name is um, Ebony Janice, she's absolutely, absolutely amazing, Ebony Janice Small. She asked the question, who does it benefit for me to believe that, right? And so the question of, to whom does it benefit for me to believe that I have to live with anxiety my entire life, and that is part of my makeup, like, who is, yeah, who's benefiting from that? probably capitalism, but, um, and, and patriarchy and white supremacy, all the thing. Right. But it's, it's, it's important to realize that yes, we can be free.
1: Yeah. Which is not a thing that anyone ever told me. And it was such a natural kind of development in that session. It was just a really beautiful moment that I I really appreciate it. And I'm sure that there are some people who are listening who are like, you remember your your, your hypnosis session? And I think that kind of brings us into a good segue on like, what, what are some of the things that people kind of like have, what are those preconceived notions, (laughs) beliefs that um, people have when it comes to hypnosis? Because I I remember um, I came in thinking I was going to be, it was going to be like office space uh, and I was going to be, you know, completely unable to move, not myself. Like, you know, it'd be everything that it totally was not. So
2: listen, hypnosis is kind of one of the ones people, like, Ever, I mean, come on. And, and the interesting thing is that hypnosis has been around for 4,000 years, right? Like I didn't make that up obviously. Um, and, so, and so it's been around for a very, very long time. The Egyptian actually, um, um, antique Egypt, had sleep temple while they were practicing hypnosis already many many years ago, um, and so it, it's really interesting that it's come all the way here to this to this era. And yes, people have pretty horrible ways to um, to to think about hypnosis, right? One of the common things that people are afraid of is. I'm gonna be completely passed out. And then the hypnotist will be like a puppeteer and able to like make me do all the things I don't want to do. It's absolutely not true and also impossible because hypnosis is a dialogue with the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is the part of you that deals with emotion. And also it's the point of you that keeps you safe, right? That's why at some point in your life, you created that anxiety part of you because it was protecting you from something that's your subconscious mind doing that and so because your subconscious mind is always always here to keep you safe i cannot make you do anything that is against your value or your moral Um, and so that's a big one the other big one is that you know will like turn you into a chicken and you'll be clucking around I mean, listen, I, to this day, I'm still hoping one client one day is going to give me money to, to turn them into a chicken. Have not happened yet. But if you are if you are listening, I'll give you, you know, if you are listening clients who wants to become a chicken, please call the office. Please call the office. Um, some people are afraid that they're going to get stuck. Um, again, like I don't I've never heard of anybody going to the emergency room because they got stuck into hypnosis. It's not at all what people expect it to be. It's not at all what the media, the movies are showing. It's actually a place where you said you remember your your session um, very well. It actually makes complete sense because it's a state of hyper-awareness, right? It's a state where all the... Well, it's a state where you ask the, the conscious mind which is about 10% of your awareness, but it's kind of ruling the show. We ask your conscious mind to please take a step back and, and, and we do the best.
1: No, it's actually very interesting how well I remember because I can't remember what I did, like, like what I ate for breakfast most days. <laughs> so the fact that I can remember all these months later is just, that's also kind of like a lot.
2: Yes, and also. One of the things that I absolutely, absolutely believe in, and by the way, I never like need for my clients to share my beliefs, right? Like I believe in some stuff, they believe in other things. It's it's okay if we disagree. And also one of the things I absolutely believe in is that we have all the healing that we need and we have all the answer that we need within us. And so when you mention um those, those new like idea that you got around your anxiety. I don't think they were new ideas. I think that you just uncovered a truth that was done all along and, and that's why it's stuck. And that's why it feels right.
1: Ooh, Ooh, I got a tingle up my spine at that. <sighs> I received that. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit more about, hypnosis in practice, right? Like what, what are some of the things that they treat? And, and then after that, I want us to talk a little bit more about how you are doing business. Cause you have some interesting ways that you approach just business in general with your practice. So, but let's talk first about what are some of those challenges that can be addressed with hypnosis? Cause there are numerous.
2: <laughs> I have yet to find anything that's we cannot help people with. Again, you know, we are a great team of women and we all have kind of our specialties. Um, and so one of us might be great at one thing. We, we are very trauma-informed, so One of us is like super good at smoking cessation. Another one might be great with um, addiction. Another one might be great with weight release. Um, We work a lot on phobia. Since the pandemic, we see a lot, a lot more children as well. Uh, So we have uh, my, my youngest client was five years old when we started working together. My oldest client you know, every time I ask her, she changed her age, but she's like 90 something. I don't know if it's 92 or 94. She always like has another number. So, you know, goal setting is something we do a lot. Fear and any phobia, as I mentioned, some really like, you know, pain, be it emotional pain or or physical pain. Hypnosis is fantastic. Um, Pre-surgery. It's it really helped a lot and it actually helped people heal faster and then, and then anxiety. Um, and especially since the pandemic, we see a lot more clients for anxiety.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about how your business has has changed since the pandemic, because obviously you're on the team at my matters hypnosis, but there's this other branch as well. So let's talk about that a little bit more.
2: So my mother's hypnosis, which is, by the way, the company I called when I was desperate and I needed help, right? Like, oh,
1: oh I didn't yeah, know yeah, that yeah. part. So
2: all these years later, the same company I called for help is now the company where um, I, I'm part of the team. And so we, um, we have been around for 18 years and we have been doing remote phone that long we always have been offering remote support to people and with the pandemic obviously things moved toward remote a lot more and so we wanted to be able to serve people specifically remotely here is the thing we have an amazing team from the person who picks up the phone to the hypnotist sometimes they're on the same people again we're a small business um everybody is pretty fantastic. And also, I'm not going to lie, when I need to make an appointment with a company, I love when I don't have to talk to a real person. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, like, that's kind of one <laughs> of my things. Yes. And so I wanted, um, we wanted people to be able to make appointment online, just as simple as that. Also, my uh, mother's Hypnosis, we always offered found remote, and we also have offices um, in the Northeast. And so we created this, this second identity, which is remotehypnosis.com. So people can come to the website right away. They have great information and they can book directly without having to talk to a real
1: person. And I, what I really appreciate about that is... You know, since the pandemic, right, Like, especially early pandemic, my anxiety was such that if I had to call somebody, it just was not going to happen.
2: Listen, <laughs> I am living in America with an accent. And by the way, I have anxiety as well, which is why I'm so great at helping people with it. I truly believe we, we teach what we need to learn the most, right? But let me tell you, phone calls, I so often am I in a situation where I'm like, yeah, I not gonna do that today and then I'm not gonna do that the next day and then I'm not gonna do that the next day you know that meme that says uh it took me three minutes to do that thing I was pushing away for six months like those on phone calls to me like so yeah that's why we we now have remote
1: yes well oh, I I love that so with the remote hypnosis yeah obviously y'all have been doing this y'all are y'all are pros at this right but were there any particular considerations that you had to keep in mind when kind of shifting when well, I've shifting, but adding on this like very specific offer.
2: So first of all, not all of us as hypnotists want to do remote. Uh, some people decided, you know what, I'm much more comfortable seeing people in office. I, on the other hand was like, wait, you mean I never have to wear pants again? Mind me up. I love seeing people remotely. I love the fact that I can walk with somebody that's in another country on another time zone. Um, I, I love the fact that people can walk from their own home, right? Especially for somebody who has anxiety. I mean, I had a client uh, who lived in another state who uh, had terrible agoraphobia, right? There is no way for that woman to be able to, to come see me unless it's remote. We know what the pandemic has done to people and especially to women who now have no child care. If you add on to the time of the session, we have pretty long session. If you add on time to go somewhere, travel time and whatnot, a lot of people and especially women might not be able to get those service anymore because of of those considerations. So, giving you know remote or, or having a remote offering is allowing us to to streamline that
1: yeah and and offer more help to people you know across the world as well I mean because even though I, I was struck by this when we were talking um uh, not too long ago that you know hypnosis may not be the first line that people should select but how it can really help people find resolutions for the challenges that they're facing. It's just really so notable.
2: You know what I love about this practice is that I I came up with this analogy recently and I'm pretty proud of it. So I'm going to use it today. Hypnosis. It's like having the piece of that puzzle, right? And the piece of that puzzle are everything you've done until you go into a session. And by everything you've done, I mean, everything you've lived through, everything you've survived, everything you've thrived through, and also all the the modalities you might have used, right? Therapy, it's fantastic modality. Some people will see coaches, some people will, any type of healing that you might have dedicated to your mind, body, or even your spirit, all of those kind of like are all piece of the puzzle. And with hypnosis, we put everything into place, right? And so maybe you've been building the puzzle which a lot of people building puzzle are building it from the outside in and mm-hmm. so imagine that your entire life you've built building this puzzle from the outside in and with hypnosis the the piece at the center which is really the image and and by image it's who you are your true self your your life in alignment in the flow um that that center picture in the puzzle is just coming into into focus.
1: Oh, I love that. That's going to be the snippet (laughs) for this episode. I love that analogy. That is so great. So let's shift gears a little bit here because we could we could talk about how absolutely transformative hypnosis could be for so many people Um, and talk about your business and how you and the team are really Coming together not only to support the people that you serve, but also the the greater concepts and missions that you you find to be important, right? Like one of the things that I found really striking and important, and I really was like, yes, 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 was that you talk about um, the things that you believe in, right? And you're you're upfront about it on your homepage about this is what we stand for, and I I want to hear from you, like how did you Make that decision or come to that decision. I'm imagining also alongside the team to be so transparent about your opinions, your beliefs, what you hold near and dear.
2: Thank you for that. Uh, there are so many ways I could go with this with this question. Um, first of all, as my accent might have uh, given away, I'm not I'm not from here, um, and so. It's, it was very interesting. I uh, immigrated to America about eight years ago and I had to learn a brand new country and a brand new culture. And I also had to learn a brand new way of othering. Um, and I'm, let, let, let me premise this by saying that I, you know we also have a lot of structural issue back home and also it's very very different than the way it's it's done here and so I didn't know what I didn't know right and so when I when I got here I remember how everybody was trying to put me in boxes and I also remember how a lot of people were in boxes and like while showing me their boxes and I was like what are you talking about like what are boxes I have this this like this image that's coming back, and this is not when I immigrated here. This was like me on a trip here, uh, maybe 15 years ago. And I remember talking to this um, to this guy. He was uh, a black guy, and he, I remember him asking me about traveling to Europe. And he was like, "Would that? Would it be okay if I travel to Europe?" And I'm like, "Yeah, obviously." And then it was like, no, no, but would it be okay if I traveled to Europe? And I was like, I said, yes, like, yes, obviously. And then the same time it was like, no, no, no. I'm talking about the color of my skin. And I remember being like, yeah, like I had no idea. Again, I'm not pretending we don't have racism back home. I'm just pretending that the way people evolve in their body Um, this is, is different. Also, let's make it clear that because I'm in a female, white, cis body, I didn't have the awareness. And it's a, it's an awareness that I've gathered over the year. It's an awareness that I've definitely gathered by living here and by experiencing like, again, those boxes that we are being put on, and it, it's also an awareness that I've gathered while, while helping people. And, and this is why. When you support people with their mental health, it is absolutely, absolutely important to be able to help them with what they've gone through as an individual. And you also need to put that individual in the society it lives in, right? You also need to take into consideration the system in place that are, that are oppressing people days in and day out. And is that if as a, a mental health professional, you don't take that into consideration, you are not doing your job. Right. And so because we need to take that, that into consideration as practitioners, we are practitioners working under the umbrella of a company. And so, if as practitioner we were very careful with what how we served our clients, mm-hmm. and did not offer them the umbrella of this company that makes them feel as welcome and that makes them feel as safe, then I mean I, I have no interest in doing business that way. I have no interest into into offering healing on one hand and then because of the way our business would have uh, the impact on business would have outside to the world, then we are hunting the same people we are solving. That makes absolutely.
1: You said so much there that is just so incredibly important. And uh, honestly, it comes back to what we do too. Like even though we're not mental health professionals, I have to be acutely aware of how my sp- my service in this online business space can also support the some harmful capitalist ideas, right? Like in one way I can continue those things on and also... Having to be aware of, especially when we work, we work a lot with coaches. We work with a lot of people who provide life coaching and really are, are gearing to make transformation for that's like whole body life transformation, right? However, if we don't create messaging or at minimum are cognizant of the social structures at play, we are doing such a huge disservice to everyone. Um, and it's at the end of the day, harmful right? Like ultimately is harmful to the people we're trying to serve. So I so acutely see that. And especially because you work with people who are coming to you with very specific real life challenges, anxiety, agoraphobia, um, addiction. I feel like the fact that you have that awareness and not just awareness, but you put it into practice, like, I won't go to any other hypnotist. <laughs> like, like, because you have that awareness. And as a black woman, it, it means everything to me that y'all know that there are specific societal structures at play that impact how I move in this world and impact my healing. Right. So ooh, that was just a lot. That was a lot. And I love it.
2: And And thank you for what you say. And I also have to say this, right. As a white woman in a very very wide space and in a space that is offering way too much like yeah i'm giving you love and light so you know we don't have to talk about this oh yeah i'm giving you love and light so we don't have to pretend it's happening um i i i can't stand by that and and do nothing it's 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 such a layer of yeah being part of the problem
1: it's kind of surface level right
2: it's an important part of the space that you know so the coaching the, the wellness industry right the wellness industry is hella white it's hella female centric uh and i'm all about women liberation um and also we need to look at at, at the hunt that we are doing out
1: there yes Yes. Asking questions, which a couple episodes ago, I touched on that, like, let's actually examine what we're doing versus just taking it at face value. Right. So I've loved this conversation and I could talk to you all day, but I want to make sure that I, I, I get you out of here. Right. Cause you are a very, very busy person. So what is next for you and your business?
0: I
2: want to become able to look at this business as a game i want to have fun i want to play um i want to so i understand that we are living in a capitalistic society and that those are the the rules i have to play with doesn't mean i agree with those rules uh, also as we mentioned earlier like you know as women we need to make money that's like how we uh, that's how we play the game that well somebody else's make the rules but that's when we play to our advantage and so yeah i want to i want to do business in a more a more playful way i want to understand that there is no end game in this in this business right it's it's just going to be about making things right and making things right means looking at decision that we make through a decolonized mindset, looking at decision that we make through a a playful mindset. Uh, It's being able to offer people support in many, many different ways, and it's to do so with, you know, we have very strong value when it comes to this company, kindness, inclusivity and non-judgment and so to keep those and keep recalibrating the way we do business through those lenses.
1: How liberating is that? I love that. My word for 2022 is curiosity. So yeah, anytime I approach a big uh, decision, I'm just like, hmm, let's follow the thread.
2: I, I love that so much and I love that particularly because when you think about it, curiosity is never, is never sad, right? Curiosity is never an emotion that, that drains you. It's also, it's always an emotion that gives you like, yeah, that gives you joy, that gives you excitement. It's, it's always in, in the worst case scenario, it's going to be a neutral emotion. And in the best case scenario, it is an absolutely awesome one.
1: Right? I'm really excited. And since I've, you know, in the past, uh, you know, few months, which feels like it's been a whole year in itself since 2022 kicked off, um, just looking at the the quote unquote problems, right? Through that lens of curiosity, it's just been so freeing and exciting versus kind of like, oh, drain. So yeah. So where can people find you?
2: Um, we have mindmetalshypnosis.com. Well, people can um, check on websites. You know, any question they might have, we are always happy to uh, support people. We also have remotehypnosis.com, where they can go online and book the session directly. We really have an awesome, awesome team, and we really can, and we really love what we are doing. And so, even if it's just like somebody wanting to have a few answers to question. Even if you are not ready to book, just call. Like we are happy to help.
1: So last question that I love to ask is what's one thing that's keeping you pumped up and moving forward these days? That,
2: that, listen, like coffee is uh, that I, I've quit many, many things in my life. Uh, coffee, it's it's I, I'm I'm not done yet. I know there is hypnosis for that, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on to that joy for now. So coffee.
1: Well, you know, there's there's a long list of things that are worse than caffeine. I kind of feel like so, it's it's relatively benign. I won't say it's completely benign, but you know, it's one of those things. Um, for me, it is probably fruit, specifically mangoes. So, so it's not, it's not a big secret anymore. Since I've shared this on the podcast, I'm expecting baby number three and this baby wants nothing but fresh fruit, which I'm like intuitively listening to my body and what it needs. So obviously there's something in fruit, probably vitamins (laughs) that this baby is like, I need more of. And so I cannot get enough of fresh mangoes. And it's really interesting. I
2: mean, how healthy is your baby though can you imagine they are already like showing you the way toward a, a healthy lifestyle of of fruits and vitamins and they are also teaching you how to sustain yourself
1: yeah yeah it's like fruits salads like lots of green leafy vegetables, like kale. I cannot get enough kale. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. So that's what's keeping me moving forward is the fact I have an abundance of mangoes available to me. Love it. (laughs) Well, Calypso, thank you again for your time. I know how busy you are, but I have so enjoyed this conversation and reconnecting with you and being able to share more about the life-changing work that you're doing. So you and the team. So thank you.
2: Thank you and right back at you. Uh, What you do is awesome and important and so needed. So thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Money, Marketing, and Mission show. If you liked this show, please do me a favor and head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a five-star review. It really helps our show get found and into the ears of the right listeners, and it would mean the world to me to know that you got value from the discussion here. If you want to get in touch with us, we're at The Copy House, for the word that's H-A-U-S- on all the social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you can learn more about The Copy House and how we do copy differently by visiting www.thecopyhouse.com. And remember that's house, H-A-U-S. Catch you later.